welcome to a star to steer her by a Star Trek podcast. Oh, Jake has gone, wow! What the fuck was that? Hello, Windows security. You have things to say. Oh, when, Chris, your computer is insecure. No, it's just telling me that everything was fine. Oh, <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> yes, that. Everything's okay. That's all, thank you. Seriously. That thank was you, like Windows. when my phone last week was like, okay, I'll do nothing. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, okay, well, anyway, back to the intro. Welcome to a star to steer her by. Do we flatter you? You flatter me, sir. You flatter me. We are a Star Trek podcast. Barely. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, One of those days. When we remember. Uh, One of of my names. That's like I had I had that I had, I had just too. said one of those days and like like one of those was still in my memory buffer so it just came <laughs> out with the next thing I said I don't know all right send Jake down to the planet we have to reset him yeah, need some, we need the I need, we need the backup of Jake somebody said defrag my hard drive decompile no that's oh, also the yeah, next episode that's, that's, son that's, of a that's bitch. also fatal that's worse uh, anyway my name is Jake. And I'm joined today by Chris, Ames, and Caitlin, and Jake. And today we're talking about two episodes of Star Trek Voyager, Living Witness, and what the fuck was the other one? Uh, Anybody? There was the one where the doctor was uh, woken up. No, yeah, that was that was Living Witness, and then the other one was. Wait, are you at? Oh, best, I best. feel like it was just an episode where we just have a nice week. Yeah, I guess well, we had like one so episode was, this week. There was there was like a space battle, and then oh, that was yeah. it. I think. It was really short. Let's check the logs. There's got to be something in the logs. Hold on, hold on. I have I have something written down on a piece of paper here. It says that we watch an episode called Unforgettable. Hey, it's really uh, weird that you're using. It's it's strange to see you using such antiquated methods. I know. Of, uh, it's not like we have Recording. photographs wow. or anything as well. Your pen looks really fucking uncomfortable to use. <laughs> what like asshole a, designed that? It looks like a salt shaker. Is there any salt in there? Oh, God. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, so we are actually talking about two episodes, Unforgettable and Living Witness. Uh, but we are going to start with Unforgettable, uh, which I'm seeing here from my uh, handwritten notes that I didn't write. It's directed by our friend, yes. Andrew Robinson. Yay, we um, love him. Who was Who's that? that again? Garrick. Garrick. Oh, derp, idiot. Don't you call Garrick. No, me! <laughs> <laughs> Never Garrick. We're in Unforgettable. Um, I'm actually, no, this is re- real. I'm actually struggling to remember parts of this episode. But um, as I recall, where Voyager's, uh, tw- there was like some extraneous scene at the start where like they were tr- like, oh yeah. Harry I... Kim was nervous about getting a boner in front of Seven. Basically, yeah. I thought and, we were done with that. Me too. So we're still doing that, but whatever. It was a throwaway, like, 10 second scene. I don't even know why it was in the episode, but hopefully that's it. It was there. But after that, we were like, huh, we're picking up like a space battle happening all around us. What the fuck? But we can't see any ships. They must be cloaked. And then one of the ships explodes. Oh, God. And the other one seems to be very badly damaged, but they can't get a transporter lock on the inhabitants. So Chakotay beams over to check it out, and he finds... Oh, no, first uh, first they call. Uh, yeah. First they call up, and, and it's a woman. Dear Chakotay, hey, I Chakotay, miss you. Hey, Chakotay, I need your help. Please help me. Please come save me. I need your strong man arms. So it's like, huh, that's weird that this 
random person on the ship we've never seen before uh, is calling up and knows me by name. But whatever, I guess I'll go over there and see if she's all right. So they go over there. Uh, he pries her out from under a, a beam, a big heavy beam. I wouldn't have thought him strong enough. Yeah. I uh, thought Tuvok should have helped. He used leverage, so. He did, yeah. So science. Fuck yeah. What was the thing? Math. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the behold the power of math. <laughs> and cheese. I like science. Um, I like turtles. Anyway, so yeah. So, so Chakotay like science her out of there. And that is the end of the science in this episode. Is what do you the, mean? Is, There's is, so much science that isn't bullshit. <laughs> Chakotay's use of basic physics. That's it. So yeah, anyway, we, we get this woman back to the ship. She's kind of banged up she's got some kind of neurological problem but the doctor gets her pretty much fixed but he's like i can't even scan her with my instruments so i just have to do it the old-fashioned way with my holographic eyes anyway <laughs> oh, I <didn't> even think <laughs> that's great wait yeah that doesn't make any the doctor more. is a fucking scanner yeah he's just sorry we'll get to that when you're done sorry anywho well, we don't have any, any nurses in the station so he, does, yeah. he doesn't have help yeah I, i'm surprised the doctor was like wait there's no patient here what, what was this like playing a joke on me i don't see anyone this isn't funny yeah, so it turns out that, so this woman wakes up and she knows the captain, she knows Chakotay, and basically what she explains is that she is a member of a race of people who biologically are completely forgettable. You meet them, you spend time with them, you bang them, Blonde. and then within a few hours, you just forget you ever yeah, saw them. No long-term memory engrams. And so they tried to science. They tried. They tried. Real hard. But it, and it also interferes with sensors and transporters and things. But basically, it's like a survival mechanism. Their species is just completely, utterly forgettable. And they even, like, codified it in their society that, like, you're, you can't leave. We're very insular. We're very... But we still have warp-capable ships. Yeah. We're xenophobic. You can't leave the... That is strange. Um, so it turns this out that... a very strange episode. Basically, she's like, listen, I want asylum on Voyager because I just... I want to get away from these fucking weirdos. And closer to each um, And it's... And, yeah, I was here... I love. I was here a month ago and, you know, because I was hunting another escapee from our society and I did find him with the help of Chakotay, but then I fell in love with Chakotay and he fell in love with me. A lot of uh-uh. And Bob's your uncle. And, um... Bob. He, I forgot. He's your uncle. Oh, Bob Picardo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Bob, Bob, uh... Bob, Bob Beltran. Oh. I was gonna make that joke. Get out um, of my brain. Yeah, that's basically the setup. The rest of the episode is sort of Chakotay being like, I don't remember you. I, you say I love you, but I have no fucking clue. And, but they fall back in love with each other. A lot of romance, a lot of ooey gooey shit, kissing. But now, it turns out, now she's being hunted. And that's why they were trying to blow her up at the beginning. But, like, Voyager's being followed, so she's going to try to, like, reconfigure some shit to make it so Voyager can uh, conceive the other ships and blow them up. Or And, and Harry Kim figures out a way to, to make it so that their weapons can't penetrate the shields. and penetrate. Eh, that's not the only thing being penetrated. Hey. So, yeah. Um, so this goes on for a while, but, of course, they, uh, the enemy, uh, or her people, I guess, catch up and get on board. And, and they're also hard to find if they're on your ship because they have, like, personal cloaking technology. So. Like the Voth. Like the Jem'Hadar, who we hate. But way better than the Jem'Hadar. They don't even have the weird blurry thing. They just You don't see them. So, yeah, her, her people catch up to him. And then they hit her with the old memory beam, so... <laughs> I thought you were going to say the old razzle-dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, dear. 
so in the red. Yeah, so when people, when, when these people uh, go rogue, these, these special police, of which she was one and, and now is running from, they have a ray gun that can cause themselves, you know, their fellow uh, members of their species to also lose their memory. So they hit her up with that, and then she forgets Chakotay. Oh, no. And now the shoe's on the other foot, and Chakotay's like, but, but don't you love me? And she's like, I don't fucking know who you are, dude. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you mean fucking creepy, bro. Fucking weirdo. And the and the other, uh, you know, memory cop is like, yep, see? She's already forgotten you. I guess we'll just leave. And Chakotay's like, now I have a sad dear diary. And even though like he could just totally do nothing and completely forget the incident ever happened, he's like, "No, I want to remember being in this fucking emotional pit of despair. <laughs> I, I want to torture myself." So, I'm going to physically write down on this old fashioned piece of paper with this fucking weird pen, <laughs> the worst fucking uh, a letter to myself telling me about how much I loved this girl. I could have taken a picture of her. I could have tattooed it somewhere else on my body. I, I heart Kellen. What does that mean? I, I probably could remember. have like dictated this letter to the computer and then had it replicate a piece of paper with it printed on it. But oh, I didn't even think of that. That's like, smart. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's like, great. Or hell, Ooh, repli- replicate a fucking stone tablet with it engraved on it. Well, I don't care. Um, I thought you meant for him to chisel into it. I was going to be like, Jake, that's way more fucking work. What are we talking about? <laughs> but yeah, and, then, and that's sort of where we end. Uh, you know, um, Neelix comes over. He's like, hey, uh, what's he doing, buddy? He's like, I'm trying to remember the pain. No, I totally get that, though. That's, that's I mean, that's what I would do. Remember the pain? <laughs> like, I want to cry later. Let me write this down. This is just one of those cases of a really Ooh. interesting premise. Right. But not a good episode. Yeah, like I was thinking of like, of the episode Clues from TNG. Another, we've lost our memory. Oh, that's a good one. But we can tell something's wrong and Data won't tell us. Damn it, Data. But they're trying to figure it out as they go. And this one, it felt like they were trying to do that, but with like a flashback scene. Oh, and... that one. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the one... I forgot about that one. That's good too. No, I was thinking of the one where they, like, the aliens wiped their memories. Oh, that and one. Oh, they were room. trying to fool them into blowing up their That's enemy. another, yeah, another good one. The way that they could tell something was going on. They have to reform their memories and all this thing. Worf thought he was oh. the captain for two minutes and was very pleased. It's also kind of like that one, uh, what the fuck is that one called? Where Riker falls in love with the nun, the, the woman who's a woman, but she's part of a non-binary species, and they wipe her memory... So she won't love him anymore, or they brainwash her back into not loving they, him. Anymore. Yeah, that's where they brainwash her into not. Well, whatever. It's similar. It's about. It's oh. about. It's about a number one having a sad. I think it counts. But yeah, like the idea here is interesting. Reading about the synopsis, I was like, I'm gonna hate this episode. But then it's like, but the try to remember someone who who has claimed that you had this big emotional connection to is an interesting thread of an idea. Yeah. They didn't nail it because we never saw them fall in love. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not even that they didn't stick the landing. They didn't stick any part of the routine. Like, they started running up to the, the what are those things called? The, the springboard. Springboard. But before they could even get to that, they like twisted their ankle, fell down, <laughs> face planted into the springboard, got flopped onto their back, went ow, and that was it. Yeah, I wish instead of, I wish they'd cut the flashbacks for one thing, because they seem, mm. we never see flashbacks in Star Trek, really. Mm-hmm. Not too often. And they, they stuck out because you, you didn't learn anything from them. No. It would have been much more easy and effective for Kellen to 
create a new rapport with Chakotay yeah. than for us to see what their old rapport was, and it was boring. Oh my yeah. god, really? Yeah. See, I think, and you know, I guess this would have made it a different episode, but if instead, yeah, if she, because she should be aware that they're not going to remember her. I mean, she yeah. is. So she shouldn't even pretend. She shouldn't even try. And then you know, rebuild the relationship that she had with him. And then it sort of comes out over throughout the episode that, wait a minute, like, there's deja vu. Yeah, why does she know this stuff yeah, she about she seems me. to know a lot of weird stuff. And then it's like, oh, shit, she's, she's been here before. She, That's we, a more we, interesting episode. We've done this. And yeah. maybe we didn't do it just once. Maybe it's been, like, a long time. Maybe she's been visiting us for years. I mean, I like that she's not, like, an antagonistic thing. No, no, yeah. no, but, like... Like, maybe she's somebody that, that Chakotay has seen many times. That's the thing. I feel like I would have maybe bought it a bit more if, like, the memory wipe wasn't perfect. Mm. Like, if there was this, like, wait a minute. I feel like I know you. Ah. Yeah, you know? like, the fact that, that it's established that this species, the Remora, can let loose this kind of computer virus to wipe any mentions of them and from the computer logs and shit. And somehow they're pheromones fuck up electronic equipment. Yeah, that's... Pissed me off so much. That's Yeah, that was unnecessary. Like, losing your memories should have been the only thing that happens. And that that I would have accepted begrudgingly. Yeah, basically. Like, that's sure. It's like like they over-egged all of the puddings, which 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 the culture doesn't like. (laughs) And these basically are... It's basically the same people from from Clues because if, if you recall, their whole thing was I don't remember. So what's yeah. <laughs> so, my memory? So uh, to refresh everyone's memory, in Clues, it's a xenophobic species that whenever they encounter another uh, species in space or somebody comes into contact with them, they kill them, like oh. because they don't want word of their existence to get out, but. Picard sweet talks him into being like, no, no, just wipe our memories, you know, and we'll we'll delete it from our logs. We'll I'll I'll order data to never reveal it, and he's a fucking robot, so he will never break that order, except when he does. Um, <laughs> fucking robots, love man. you, data. And um, and then they're like, all right, fine, we'll we'll begrudgingly let you live, and then they fuck it up. <laughs> um, but but like it's the same idea, except like they have to take active measures to like delete it from the logs. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, should have been there should have been clues that like Tuvok and Janeway could have seen in hindsight like yeah. oh yeah why do we have a half a day from a month ago that's kind of like missing what should be mm. chunks of something I think would have been cool and again I'm just writing a different episode here is like if it was like like a deja vu sort yeah. of experience and that you know so like deja like yeah, so like Chakotay's like oh this is so familiar and then like maybe like maybe she has an injury or something or like she has a bruise in like the exact spot where the corner of Chakotay's table is. And she, <laughs> and, well, know. I said she just have a tramp stamp that says property of Chakotay. Nah. Don't nice. tell him only half of it. You said specifically that points to her asshole. No. Oh, <laughs> why does this point to her asshole? So yeah, Keep he was, he was, he was really Chris. into her coochie moya. Oh, no, that's good. Uh, One thing I did like, though, from this episode Mm. was that, you know, Chakotay's at the end to the other Tracer is like, tell me how it works. And I went, what? Like, dude, just because he uses it, it'd be like he said to you, tell me how your tricorder works. And then the guy was like, 
if I knew how it worked, I still wouldn't. It's like, yeah, it's good. Just because he uses a tool. Yeah, Chris, tell me how this laptop works. Right, exactly. Like, Magic. What is, I mean, the problem, of course, <laughs> is like, I feel like in other episodes of Star Trek, we probably have had things where people use a tool but know everything about it. True. But it was well, nice that for once it was just like, the guy's just like, I don't fucking know. I was handed it. I, what? They wet my memory, so I don't remember. Son of a bitch. Like, I pointed out who I want to forget things and pull the button. Like, what What do you want me to say here, dick? Yeah, what I like from this episode, two really good Neelix scenes. Yes. Mm. They're, they're, they just pop up every so often. I'm like, wait, Neelix actually has a good outside perspective on mm-hmm. ma- different matters. Like, Chakotay goes to Neelix saying, like, man, I don't, I don't trust Kellen yet, you know, all this thing. I'm going to fall in love with her because of course I am because I'm Chakotay. And I fall in love with literally everything I set my eyes on. And Neelix said, well, maybe it's yourself you don't trust. Which is a good Neelix observation. Yeah. And the end bit, when Neelix tells him, like, I wrote on the line because it was like, it was really good. If we could define love, it would lose its power. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, good for you, Neelix. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if you actually just look at it, just on, if you wrote down that monologue... It would look a little cheesy, <laughs> but he delivered it really well. Yeah, he's and that counteracted yeah. it. He's actually a super good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's underrated. Very good. Like if they had got the wrong person, Neelix would have almost nothing redeeming. But he's yeah. phenomenal. Um, and that's as close as I'll ever come to saying I like Neelix. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Phillips does a good job with Neelix. He does. He does. He I does. thought I would. I, okay, here's like a little thing that bothered me <laughs> about the show. Only a little thing. I mean. Speaking of little things, how much, how every time Seven is around somebody with a boner, she has to remark about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was yeah. going to say, like, maybe that's why fucking Harry Kim doesn't want to work with her. Is she, is she just all day that they're working together? She's like, Harry Kim, you're flushed again. Harry Kim, your, your, your skin is flushed. You your flushed. pants are tight. Hey, guys, <laughs> has anybody noticed that Harry Kim's skin is a little pink? Maybe when it comes down to it, she just, she doesn't really know how to flirt yet. And that's or her gossip. Time. She's gossiping and flirting, and she thinks they're the same thing. And she says, well, if they like each other, why don't they just plow? And Harry's like, Jesus Christ, don't talk to me about this. Also, uh, uh, what, what, sardonic Tuvok day. Yes! Which oh, was pretty, where she's, he's, she's like, I great would. Jokes. Not like to speculate. Mm, yeah, uh, and then later, stuff. yeah, the other, the, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was this the episode where, yeah, are you talking about the, the, the two jokes where he's like, yeah, yeah he sh- she should totally work in the kitchen with Neelix. Yeah. yeah. After Chicote has literally described the perfect security officer. Yeah. I mean, to me, at first I thought he was being semi-serious just because, like, he probably still doesn't fully trust her because why would you? True. He wouldn't. Like, they did believe her a little too easily in some regards, I felt like. That's why there should have been clues that they Exactly. Like, that yeah, would have been that's a That's what it needed. It needed that. You know? Because I, I, even I said, well, I was like, you know, her logs could have been falsified. Like, her logs could have been falsified, but uh, we don't think she did because... <laughs> and literally, it was immediate just like that. Like, yeah. he literally said it, and then they said it. Yeah, it was like... Also, at the end, I said, like, this is all ruined when it turns out some Luddite ensign keeps their log on paper. And then Chakotay is writing in his journal. I mean, that's the big fucking hole in this whole species thing, because I am sure... Okay, maybe Starfleet has completely abandoned any form of paper record keeping, but I'm sure there are other species out there that have, like, physical copies of logs or photographs that are printed, you know? It, it, nope, they, they wipe, like, in Back to the Future. Here's the thing. We are... There's one thing we know for certain, and the universe is lucky. The Borg have never assimilated these motherfuckers. Because mm. they got... 
super good cloaks, both right. personal and ship-based cloaks that you can fire while using. Like, imagine oh, uh, fate, particle weapons that no one has ever been able to shield against. If the Borg did assimilate one, would then the Borg gain their power? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, to not be remembered shit. by folk? Imagine how much worse it would be if, like, you couldn't learn from every encounter with yeah, them. Yeah, the or, whole universe would be Oh, well, yeah, imagine how awful it would be if it's like, huh, why is our entire civilization destroyed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I, I, or, maybe, you know, I, I feel like maybe they purposely avoid them because if anyone is a bit of a, 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 a bit of a... Fame horror. Oh. It's maybe to an extent the Borg Queen. She's like, no, no, no. I need people to know who we are. I will not tolerate just winning. People need to know who has won. I mean, I don't think it's just the Borg Queen. I think it's the Borg in general. Their whole they they they're they're big on branding. True, they really are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. It's because I, I imagine... they assimilated Apple in early days. Mm. But yeah, I imagine they have not assimilated these guys because the Borg would be an even bigger threat. Even if they couldn't somehow adapt the pheromones, everything else these people have would be a nightmare. Yeah, the technology alone, like the, the forget-me ray. Yeah. Like, mm. imagine that in the wrong hands. Mm. And again, though, if you're a super xenophobic race, why have warp-capable ships? To chase down the people who try to leave on their warp-capable... Nope. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Don't get it. Like I don't remember. Maybe they the... need trade. If they can't, they don't need to trade. They can steal, and then the people will forget yeah, them. Well, then, they, then they need to be able to I'm steal. They them. use their ships to oh go and steal resources. They are the most bitching pirates, right? Yeah. Make the Orions look like. Wait, see, that, see now, like that would have been a cooler thing. Like if they yeah. introduced something like that in the episode, or it's like, no, she's not like a um, tracer. She's yeah, she's not a tracer. She's a Winston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think of an Overwatch uh, joke. No. Oh, I didn't get it. Yeah, she's not a tracer. She's a pirate, and she was stealing from Voyager mm-hmm. and when Chakotay caught her. And then and then they fell in love that way. So she's trying to leave that life and start a new life on Voyager. But the you know her pirate clan or whatever is like, no, nobody leaves. Yeah. yeah and then they could have just killed her. It's part of the pirate. Sorry, you can't. You can't leave it unless ye forget. Yeah, here's like a... a Have of... you forgotten our rules? Yes. yes. <laughs> ah, nice. No, here's kind of a paradox that comes up, because what Kellen says is, a tracer never goes home empty-handed. The disgrace would be too great. But if you don't go home empty-handed, then you're still out there, in which case you've left. Well, I think they mean leaving as in expatriating, not just leaving the planet, No. But it's they leave to go fetch somebody. If if they come back without somebody, that just means they haven't come back. In which case, they themselves have that hurts my head. I right? think they're trying. What they were trying to say is they either they come always home get their successful mate. or they're dead. Oh, they're dead. I didn't think of dead. Yeah, like those ones that came after her. The cheek kerblued. Kerblued. Uh So other actually vaguely interesting thing. I was sitting there like, this woman's familiar. She's the daughter of the Emperor of the Known Universe. Yes. <laughs> but also, because I looked up her filmography after that, she was in the original Candyman movie with Tony Todd. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Was she the... the no idea. Never main, seen the it. The main woman? Okay. I just... She was in it. That's all I know. I just remember... I, I don't remember tons about that movie. I see, I probably haven't seen it in 20 years, but there were... It, Involved. Is it a horror movie? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. it feels like it must be. Yeah, it's like I've an inner, inner city theme, uh, and I want to say... We talked about it a few weeks ago. I might be conflating it with Dangerous Minds. I hate uh, when you do that. That's yeah. a very different film. It's a very different film, but like 
thematically they got similarities, uh, weirdly. Huh. But yeah, she's in that, and actually apparently has like a voice cameo in the like recent soft reboot they did. Oh, of Candyman. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm like, of what? <laughs> I was also wondering of what. Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> oh god, so, but back to bad things. Good, good. What was with the broken glass that was clearly green screened in later? Was it? It was, was not it? part of the original image. You could tell when you looked at it. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know. Maybe you can. I was just like, well, I was, it was just, it, they only showed it for a split second. And in that split second, it was like, that, not green screen. I can't think of the word I want. Composited? Composited in later. It's like, that, what? What? <laughs> you didn't have a broken and, glass? And also, I was going to say, and also imagine that the broken glass that you had was bad enough that you wanted to do shitty compositing instead. Sure, yeah. Yeah, really. Weird. I don't yeah, think I that mean, broken well, glass is believable. I mean, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe you know, because glass is transparent. Maybe it just didn't show up, um, and they were like, "Fuck, we we had this great breaking glass thing." And yeah, because the one that the one they showed was like a dark blue, so maybe that's what. It, maybe the original yeah. just looked fucked up, it, or just you couldn't see it well enough. Yeah, that could be it. Well, either way, sloppy job, Star Trek. Well, you know, disappointed. <laughs> so, uh, also on that actress, I I was a little distracted at the start because. She kind of had this similar look to and similar voice of Jennifer Lee. Oh, I was thinking the same thing with, the, she, with the long, yeah. no, when she had the, she had long hair. When she yeah. had long hair, and like her voice was also and very a little similar. Bit, and the yeah. funny ear was the only thing that was different. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah a could. different kind of a different funny kind ear. of funny yep. ear. New For a split ear. second, I thought it was uh, Borg girlfriend. Mm. Oh, Riley! I was like, is that Seska? The fuck? Well, but it was just a foot. Yeah. No, I asked him when he could just hear her. Oh, yeah. Like, who else would be asking for Chakotay yeah, way Chakotay, out here? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. When she was just a foot, you called her the Wicked Witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. He, like, landed on her, and I was like, oh, it's the Wicked Witch of the West. And then I was mad, because I meant the Wicked Witch of the East. But yeah, it was a, again, good concept, but... Right, yeah. It it's, like, it's like I could find work. so many better ways to have done this episode. It's well, interesting, because years later, Doctor Who... Will do an alien people can't remember, mm, and it also fell for it. Dang fell it. horribly flat. It was not used well. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard concept to get right. I think because, yeah. because you keep forgetting as you're running. Well, it. well like, and like the mechanics of it, <laughs> like you have to create all kinds of stupid rules. Yeah, to let the to make it work to, to make there be because otherwise there won't be a drama. Yeah, you know? yeah, and. Mm. And you have to break certain rules just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the doctor can see her with his eyes. Yeah, which again, uh, that didn't even occur to me. But yeah, yeah he has nothing but sensors, just given a humanoid shell with light. Like, yeah. Well, we don't. Yeah, it's. Re- we don't but how many times we said they forget the doctor? Yeah, they don't. Magic. And also, like the doctors, like because when he's in his mobile emitter, is it the mobile emitter that's sensing? Like, yeah. Like, well, how does yeah. it fucking work? Oh god. Or does or does like <laughs> My brain? Or are they actually holographically creating? Ooh working eyeballs, you know? Yes, that one. Uh, And yeah, again, like, that... There's a famous anecdote about the first episode of TNG. And then I found $5. Where it's like, they were talking about the scene where they're in the holodeck and Wesley falls in the river and he comes out and someone tosses him a towel. Mm. And when they were writing the episode, they're like, all right, so he's going to walk into this, like, archway and it's going to dry him off and this and that. And Gene Roddenberry goes... How about somebody just gives him a towel? It's like, not everything needs to be future. And that's all I can think when we cut to Chakotay's idiot pen for jerks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give idiot him pen a for pen. Just a, like, all right, you want to paint it silk? Marker. 
So it's funny. It's funny you should say crayon because I was talking. We were. This led me to be like, just give him a fucking pencil. It doesn't have to be a stupid space pen like NASA like NASA invented. And then Chris was like, well, you know, they actually did have to make a pen because That's true. The graphite. Because of graphite. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, use lead instead. He was like, I mean, same problem. And I was like. Fine. And then I said, well, what about fucking crayons? And he was like, no one's going to take crayons. I will. A report seriously. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring crayons into space. (laughs) They tried Sharpies, but the the astronauts kept getting high. (laughs) But like, seriously, like, what, what, what was that pen? What the fuck was that pen? It really did look like a salt. Like, if you even just wanted to take a bit, paint it silver and shit. You want to put a blinky light on a bit? Fine. Really? like a lot of mechanical pencils at this time this is 1998 when did mechanical pencils we, get we can't, we can't oh, yeah, pencil they, have been around for decades i remember kids having when i was in elementary school okay, so okay. but like seriously just 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 why was it again i think it really was it's like they took one of the salt shakers that they would normally turn into a fucking medical scanner and stuck a tip on it it's yeah. wh- what is this this is as stupid as your flashlights <laughs> well, the old ones now they wear them on the rip the, you know the fucking cube ones. yeah those things i thought you loved those <laughs> Was as bad as that gun Tom Paris had a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, this is really comfortable. Yeah, I just I don't yeah. I also don't know why it would be so weird to write something down on on paper. Like it doesn't strike me as Well, I wonder if it's just because Neelix hasn't ever seen someone there's, do it. There's no yeah. way that it's not still easier in the future to write math by hand like that. Mm. Well, and imagine, these are scientists. They must do well, math all the fucking like, time. When you have a pad, you can you can them. use a stylus, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I gotta admit, I, I mean, what? It's 2022. Mm. I almost never use a pen anymore. The few times I need one, I'm like, fuck, where's there? Oh, yeah, there was a, a couple years ago. I, I started briefly doing a pen pal thing with a friend of mine, and I realized, wow. A, I have to type it up on a computer first so that then I can write it mm-hmm. because I don't I don't write stream of consciousness on nope. on pa- on paper. And secondly, like my hand cramps so quickly. One fucking paragraph. So quickly. How did I used to do this in high school? Yeah, no, it's it's crazy how well you had the muscle back then. Exactly, easy yeah. it is to but, just and by then they have perfect speech to text. Yeah, yeah, I guess they must. Huh? But also, like it just. This it must be possible. Oh yeah, to have the you know to do a speech attacks or even just like you know do anything and have the computer printed. Printed. It'd be really fun. Oh god, this feels like it'd be a fun. Put it on a decorative pillow and put it in Chakotay's room. Oh, or that. Chris joked about making it into like a tablet that he could then like engrave on or something like a stone tablet. Remember no, you said Jane, that? I, no, you did earlier. I did at home. I believe you. I just gen- and joking aside, I don't remember that. I made the same joke during the intro. But uh, oh, well, I, I forgot. <laughs> That's also not a joke. But yeah, it it, it feels like it'd be a really bad like sounds like a lower decks joke. But they do speech to text, and then it comes out. But it's like a nineteen eighties dot matrix printer, yeah. complete with the fucking side tabs. It makes that sound. Yeah. Oh, I kind of miss that sound. Those still exist. They still use dot matrix printers in a lot of fields. Yeah, well, I think yeah. So they can do like triplicate because they can they can do the carbonless. Paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing about this episode, I know the writers wanted to make sure, like, okay, we're we're not gonna bother doing Chakotay slash Janeway anymore. That ship Thank has God. sailed. Thank God. No one was interested except for this one pocket of fans we're ignoring. We're just gonna make it clear. Nope, Chakotay has boners alt for everybody else now. <laughs> Done. And again, I would get it if she was into it because the man gives good tub. But... He does great tub. Yeah, he does a good job. Although I, I kind of wish that they had 
Like, because Chakotay gets all the women. Like, every time there's a... Tom sometimes gets a woman. He yeah, but you a, don't want Tom to get a woman. <laughs> and then he gets framed for murder. Like... <laughs> Um, well, and then he's like, you know, and, but he's, he's and he's already with Bellana. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it's nice that Tom has Bellana, the old ball and chain. But like, I don't know, maybe a Harry Kim would have been interesting. Oh yeah, she uh, she on like maternity leave yeah, still. Yeah, she, okay. she just oh, well, that's what she child. Was. It occurred to me we she hadn't been in either. She's not. She's gone this week. Which only made me. I only thought because in the next episode they kind of talk about her for a yeah, minute. Yeah, they're like Bellana, where are you, Bellana? Balana, which, which is a shame because seeing not mirror mirror Balana would have been something. Yeah, next episode. Yes, I know. Well, what were we literally just saying? Janeway. Chakotay been, yeah. getting all the women. Should, yeah, should have been Janeway. Janeway Jane, getting all the women. Janeway should have had one. Oh yeah. See, I don't. Know. I think the last time Harry got all the women in favorite son, it was mm. just like well, no, was not, not because this. it was the episode itself was kind of gross. But honestly, it would have been super ahead of their time to make him like a romantic focus, as we know it just doesn't happen very much. Yeah, still. Yeah, because like the one good example was John Cho and um, selfie. Selfie. Yeah, that's the thing. It does feel like that though. They're like, all right, fine. I get. We we we've had Tom settle down. We need a new guy to get alien ladies, and you feel like poor fucking Harry just wasn't even considered. And they were like, well, we can't do. He's pretty cute. You know? We can't do Tuvok because he's a Vulcan. And he's married. And like they already set up that like he's got this awkward boner around seven, so having him have a different True. girlfriend would have been nice. And yeah, then maybe, they could... and it would have made maybe well, it would been... be more awkward. Well, no, I think it would have been a graceful exit uh, from the nice. from from idiot storyline that no one wants. Because it's like, oh, okay. The one thing he does remember is that he, you know, he was in love with a with a. a, a a proper was it person a and not hollow a pro- weird Was it that lady. hollow program in the Paxaw Resort? Yeah, what was she again? A, tech, a, t- a tennis instructor? Hmm. What was she? Uh, was some kind of sail surfboarding? surfboarding or sailboarding yeah. or some kind of water water thing. Water sports? You almost said water sports. <laughs> oh, God. I bet she taught him a few things about water sports, too, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, the last thing I know that um, the last line that Kellen has in the episode, she's saying, she, she, she tells Chicote, you were very nice. I won't forget that. And I'm like, that's a damn good way to phrase that and make it kind of buttony, but not too buttony. Yeah, that's true. Good for her. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. That was, that was a graceful exit. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of graceful exits. Let's gracefully exit this episode and talk Please. about another one. There you go. Hey-o. You found it. Uh, the least graceful uh, segue we've had. Uh, not by a <laughs> yeah. fucking mile, and you know it. <laughs> That's true. Okay, yeah, so uh, following that, uh, we'll be talking about uh, the next episode of Voyager, Living Witness, right after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Remember that shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, then there'll be that, that it was ad a... from the Cheese Council. Cheese Council. You don't remember that one? They played it all the time on, I think, ABC on Saturday morning cartoons. I also don't remember it. I'm just picturing the Cheese Council as being like, like a, like a, like, like, a some, mu- like a group of munchkins. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm picturing more like, like you go into some giant office building and you get before the Cheese Council and they're like sitting really high up and it's like five shadowy figures, <sighs> all made of cheese. Well, they de- they you like bring them your cheese, there and they determine if it's uh, if it's good cheese or not. Well, good news, no, I it's want on some cheese. You guys got any cheese? It's on YouTube. So, assuming this segment stays in, I'm sharing it. Oh, okay, Christ. and you know, maybe even if the segment doesn't stay, and I'm going to share it just to confuse All right, hold people. Hold on, we're almost back from commercial yeah, in five, four, three. 
Welcome back to A Star to Steer Her By. Next, we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 23 of Holy Star shit, Trek really? Voyager. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Done. We're getting up Fuck. there. Living shitless. Living witless. Living witness. That's right, the, folks. You heard it here first. doctor doesn't shit. Okay, so in Living Witness, uh, which is incidentally directed by our friend Tim Russ. Oh, he does a great job. Uh, and he does a very good job with uh, what I think was a very good episode. But uh, what was it about? I'll tell you what it was about. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, okay, I want to tell you about this episode is what I want to do. Doesn't seem like a chick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in... Uh, I think in... you want a zig-a-zig razzle-dazzle. Ah. Oh, God. <laughs> the old razzle-dazzle. So in Living Witless, we, uh, we, we open the episode and uh, we see uh, Janeway, but she's not quite Janeway. She's got this, like... This this short haircut. Oh, it looks good. It looks good. It's a I good kind of want to keep it. Got like a instead of wearing a uh, like the the purple undershirt, she's wearing a black turtleneck. She's got kinky gloves. She's got kinky leather gloves. Yeah, we we talked about the uniforms back in our Starfleet uniform like, chat. Like, Links below. Like basically, this is the Jane way you want to stomp on your balls. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, Wait, and does, she'll be happy to do it. How does she compare to Intendant Kira? Well, it's funny no, you should mention this. No fucking uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, Intendant Kira is. If I'm having my balls stomped on, oh god, I she mean, can do can, whatever I, she can, wants to my balls. Can we have? Can we have them do one ball each? <laughs> like, Christ. how do we do this? And I, but I feel like here's the difference. I think Kira <laughs> would do it with like a high heeled boot, mm. and um, I feel like Janeway would have like a chunky. Yeah, like, a, like so a, you'd have two yeah, different types. Like a You're Doc right. Martens. Or that she could do a pull back and kick you in the nuts, ah. while Kira grinds her little heel on your nuts. You know what You're I mean? Right. You're right. Either what is way. Boners, <laughs> anyway. lots of boners. So yeah, so we so we open the episode. We have our cold open here. We have uh, we, we, evidently you fucking leave that in. Don't you dare take it out. <laughs> evidently, we're in some alternate universe dark says. Voyager. <laughs> oh God, uh, <laughs> the boot. <laughs> um, I love where this is gone. So, um, thank God. Go ahead, Jane. Yeah, so, so Janeway, she's she's talking with some guy, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I want you to take care of my enemies for me." And she's like, "Yeah, I'll take care of your fucking enemies." You've been a good boy. Yeah. How dare you speak I'll without st- permission? I'll take you. What's in it for me? Do I get to stomp on your balls or what? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so Intendant uh, Janeway. <laughs> Is evidently very evil, and she's talking. She's making a deal with some guy who's going to give her access to a secret wormhole, and all she has to do is like destroy his enemies. And... Say his balls. I really thought you were going to say destroy <laughs> his balls. I'm sorry, but I. <laughs> well, technically, if you destroy the enemies, their balls will probably be destroyed as well. That's so, a good point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, and then we go and then we we go and we meet the rest of the crew who are also like evil versions of themselves. We meet the like the doctor has Ugh. data eyes. Oh, yeah, he's an android in this version. Yeah. That shit was so creepy, and he had that like he transponder like, yeah, thing in the back of his head. Stuck in his head. Chakotay's his tattoo goes on his whole uh, face. Excuse me, it's Chakotay. Oh yeah, it's Chakotay. Thank you. Uh, they 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 say his name with an accent in this version. Yeah, Tuvok's ears are slightly bigger. Um, Is that true? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, he had, he had like little pointy yeah. bits on them. Damn extra it. points. Yeah, was, I gotta go back now. And he smiles I like a like it. a wicked mm. man. Tim Ross is a handsome man. He um, is. 
Somebody let Neelix on the bridge so we know we're in some <laughs> fucked up reality. No, the and most fucked the... up part is a Kazon in a Star Oh, yeah, there was yes! a Kazon. I don't know. Felix? Neelix on the bridge might be worse. If the um, Borg wouldn't assimilate them, evil Janeway wouldn't hire them. Yeah, Seven is still, like, fully Borg and has, a, and has oh, like, a, t- a team of Borgs that she goes to kill oh, I people I love with. them so much. So, basically, we're in the mirror universe, it should seem, until we pull back and, oh, we're we're not in the mirror universe. We're in a museum. And uh, apparently, this is the museum of Kyrian, I think, K- Kyrian? Yeah, Kyrian. Yeah, Kyrian, Kyrian heritage. And the tour guide is explaining how, yeah, Voyager fucked up our planet big time 700 years ago. And, and, and the audience is like, what? And the audience is like, what? And like, there's a couple people, so there's a couple Kyrians in the audience, and they got like, they're little, like, yeah, that's a, this is all correct. But then there's a couple of the other people who are the, that I don't remember. The other, on the D card. something. D's nuts. The Dalith? No, that's Vankins? the guy. No, the Vaskins. Vaskins. The Vaskins. Oh. More like the Force. The, Vas- the, the Vaskins who kind of have like a, like a werewolfy look to them. That's yeah, like I actually, shell I, I actually kind of got like a turtle shell vibe oh. from their forehead yeah, nose true. combo. Yeah, and the Curians are saying, no CRT in classrooms. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, basically we're, we, we, we what we, what we gradually find out is that this these are two species that kind of co-ha- coexist on this planet, but they've never really gotten along. Seems like the Vaskins might be oppressing them, maybe, but we don't really know. But it seems that way, and but the, and the Kyrians kind of are second-class citizens, and they're but ultimately the 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 Kyrians kind of put a lot of their situation on Voyager, and like yeah, Voyager came and like destroyed our fucking war hero seven hundred years ago, and we've been on we haven't like gotten back since it's just totally fucked us up so the museum curator guy um he has this artifact that they found from the you know some ruins and he's like huh he's analyzing the artifact and he's like huh there's some kind of data on this thing it's like a fucking no no it's the image Ah. he's like oh it's a it's a hologram and then he turns it on and it's the emh da vinci oh damn it yeah, <laughs> that would have sucked. Um, Katarina, my Katarina would never do this. Um, okay, accent. I would have paid money for that. <laughs> so yeah, so the doc, so he's like, "Oh my god, you're the fucking doctor! I thought you were an android." And he's like, "Well, I'm not a fucking android." And he's like, "Also, you're a war criminal. We're gonna put you on trial, and you're probably gonna get, you know, the death penalty." Bro. And uh, he's like, "Why?" And then he plays <laughs> he plays the video for him. He's like, uh, "This isn't what happened." At all. Your fanfic sucks. Yeah, this is really bad. So you should listen to I'll Start to Steer Her by fanfic instead. Yeah. <laughs> Links below. Wait, no. So yeah, so the doctor, uh... Smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> so the doctor like tries to set the record straight, and, and to his credit, the uh, the, the Kyrian... Um, Quarren. Quarren, I guess. Is that on? Yeah, Quarren, who is the uh, curator, has an open mind and is like, listen, I'm not, you know, I might have misjudged, you know, we... We're, we reconstructed this history based on like scant evidence and filling in our own mythology so yeah all right well listen. lots of bias <laughs> yeah very oh, biased. and i loved when the doctor had his line about like oh it's really comforting writing your rewriting history to suit your like you know what makes you mm-hmm. happy and shit i was like oh so good yeah so like, uh, we're still in the intro right yes yeah. sorry i'll shut the Ish. fuck up so I'm yeah, so sorry, hey, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up uh yeah so basically the doctor like creates his own version of the simulation and he shows it to the some people you know like the the government and they're like yeah this is bullshit and uh obviously this is propaganda that you're just trying to save your own ass and he's like no this is what happened and then the news gets out that like that oh the the 
Kyrian narrative has been blown up by the Doctor. So there's like riots and race riots and people are freaking out and they getting tra- killed. They trash the museum and the doctor is like, you know what? It's not fucking worth it. I want to clear Voyager's good name, but honestly, if it's gonna cause the society to destroy itself and in, in fucking strife, then it's it's. I don't care. No, the doctor says that. That's what he? I said. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. said. I'm sorry. And he's like, he's like, you know, just, just, just kill me. Yeah. I don't give Noble a shit. Sacrifice. I'll show you. I'll show you how to kill me. I don't want to be responsible for ending your society. And the and then the curator's like, no, no, fuck no. The truth is important, and we're gonna get it right. So evidently, we don't. Kind of happens off screen, but we then fast forward to an indeterminate time in the distant future where there's a different museum curator and she's like yeah and that was the beginning of our new civilization these two men we live in doctor land now yeah the doctor like became our chief of chief surgeon general and then he left after many years to to try to go to earth and yeah back to mars back to mars (laughs) yeah that was a goofy joke but i I liked it yeah so what a great way to do the mirror universe without doing the mirror universe. Yes, because yeah. I, after DS, DS9, fucking sick of the mirror universe. Oh, well, in this way, they weren't constrained by any of the continuity of the mirror universe. Also true. And yeah. they don't have to make it make sense and be like, you know, what's a, what's the butterfly effect would have thrown the entire mirror universe out of proportion to right. this would work. But no, this is literally Straight up fan fiction. Historians writing fan fiction. Yeah, like, and you don't slightly need... based. Yeah, it's historical fiction. It's like when someone writes a romance, but it's sort of around the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, though, you know, like, maybe... The uh, black shirt under is actually regular Starfleet should have gone with that. Yeah, oh, I like look. it. Looks that's really good. good. Sharp as hell. Because the gray is such a weird, like purpley gray. Yeah, I never understood that color. Um, I, I did wonder if her having just the one glove on for a while was a subtle con reference. What? I thought it was. A, thought it was a tribute to Michael one Jackson. Because that. Because that thing is that she pulls off one glove like Khan does in. Wrath of Khan, and then she eventually puts it back on. Yeah, I imagine but, it's because she's always ready for a duel. Or that. Mm, gotta have your slapping glove ready. It's true. But yeah, I, I love Dark Voyager. It's, again, it's something I kind of had said, and they said in the thing, it's like, aside from Lieutenant Paris being a hornball, none of this is right. <laughs> and then later he's like, none of this is right. Uh, Lieutenant Paris, but... <laughs> yeah, the, um... Yeah, you know, I like some of the, the thing, you know, like having the dark doctor yeah. use the, uh, use like a, a neural solvent or whatever you call yep. it to melt the, the, yeah. the dude's yeah. brain. And I love, again, I love Chakotay playing kind of good cop, but still bad cop. <laughs> He's the closest thing to a nice person in this universe. Yeah. My people are enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like the, um, again, being not the mirror universe, they got to do this horrifying torture solvent instead of you know it would had to have been an agonizer if it was the mirror universe you know so again yeah they get to do some new stuff yeah it wouldn't have had to have been a yeah they would have developed they they would have because you have to because it's the mirror universe it's it's a it's a checklist of things you have to do in a mirror mirror episode yeah and again i say someone who enjoys the mirror universe but it's nice to not be constrained by existing rules i also you know, something I appreciate about this episode is it's not be- between the Vaskins and the Kyrians. Kyrians it's not really clear who in, sucks. Who sucks? Both. Yeah. Like, both suck. Like, they both, yeah. both of them. They yeah. both like you know because 
uh, who was Tendrin? Was that the Tendrin? Yeah, Tedrin. Tedrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tedrin was the 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 rebel leader, uh, the Kyrian leader. Um, martyr. You're right. Who <laughs> like his people portray him as a martyr, but you know the the Vaskins and and you know reality seems to indicate that he was more of a you know a shitster. A shitster. Um, <laughs> That's the technical term. And then the ambassador guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, who is just. It's weird how they portray him because he's like a dick, but then kind of comes around. And in reality, he was a little worse because he just killed Tedrin in cold blood. Yeah. In yeah. actual events. Take, jump on that opportunity. He's here. I could just kill him. Yeah. So I will. And it's like, you know, because all we really know about the Kyrians for real, quote unquote, comes from what the doctor is told by the ambassador fella. Mm-hmm. And he's not trustworthy because <laughs> yeah. he hates these guys. And I like, you know, so a nice touch that I assume was was done intentionally, or at least I, I assume it was, that's like when the doctor is doing his recreation, he's including events that he wasn't present for. Yeah. Like the meeting between Janeway and the guy in, in her ready room. And I felt like the way that they wrote Janeway in that scene and the way that Kate Mulgrew portrayed it was not it felt a little different. It felt yeah. it felt a little like Like the doctor had written her? Like the doctor had made her, you know, Super nice. Super a, a nice. Little yeah. more like, of course, nice. we'll help you. That's, That's what we do. Yeah, it's it, felt, it felt very much like the doctor. Okay, he's trying his best, but he's he's doing a little. His bias is seeping into this as well. Yeah, I bet you Janeway was a little less eager to trade with these people to, to say like, what do I? I would like to help you, but what will it mean for us if we do? Right. Will your will your enemies attack us? Because I don't want to get involved in that. Yeah, because that scene in the ready room didn't feel like real jane way to me like it, it felt like a like a like you say like a sugary sugar, like a sugary sugar-coated. a sugar-coated version of jane way uh so what, yeah what i did like what felt like maybe was a him embellishing moment and then it was immediately undercut was when he's like i'll go in first and the guy's like oh your crew certainly is heroic and then he's like oh no i'm just i'm invulnerable <laughs> like it's fine mm. so at first you're like oh he's bigging himself up but then no he immediately has the dialogue i'm like no no i am i just can't be killed mm. Do you, do you think his kind of sugarcoating, um, um, sweetening his his uh, portrayal was also evident in the call up the EMH? EMH, have have all the stuff we're trading to the to the assholes ready in Taro Bay One. He's like they're already there. It's like no, they're fucking not. That was just to save time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Edited for television. I like to imagine that that the doctor went through a few iterations of this simulation before he settled mm. on one. Like in the first one, like he had like a long flowing mane. Of hair. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy was like, I already know you're bald. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, I don't like to think too deeply into like, okay, how do the Kyrians know so much about Voyager from having evidently just performed one raid and like stolen some equipment mm. like they know a ton about voyager and they stole some logs and shit they did they, say they found like a schematic yeah they found a schematic but like they know they knew about mars like yeah like, and how much chakotay hates pudding and the, <laughs> and the kazon who they would have never met because again we're like a good 10 years from kazon space now thanks to Cass. Yeah. so Thank maybe Cass. i mean like maybe Thank there was God. just like other like you say, like logs or just something, like database, yeah. like a like a copy of the database, something that they had. Yeah, some of it could also have just been stuff that got warped through the years because someone yeah. told somebody, and then because this person knew it now, they wrote it down wrong. Mm. 
Like a low, like a seven hundred game of telephone. Mm. <laughs> How about a year game of telephone? Yeah, well, it sounds Jesus. like you know whatever the the war that yeah. ensued like destroyed a lot of shit. So it makes yeah. it makes sense that you know any exact records might have been damaged or you know turned into like oral histories for a while. I was gonna say, I hope the first iteration of this story was like Homer style, and it was like, "Come, mm. you sing to me the tale of that bitch Janeway." Yeah, it reminds me of uh, there's a there's a play. That, that that I've seen, it's uh, called uh, Mr. Burns. Yes, and, uh, it's all about you know this. The summary it's post-apocalyptic is post-apocalyptic. Yeah, thing. there's a post-apocalyptic world. You know, we don't know the apocalypse, and it's told in the three acts, and each act is progressively longer after the apocalyptic event, and each act is people telling each other the story of the Simpsons episode Cape Fear. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and so quotable so like, too. Yeah, mm. so like the in the you know in the first scene, it's you know it's pretty close to like an accurate retelling of the episode, and then but like by the third scene, it's just like this bizarre kabuki performance of with all the wrong characters. Yeah, the wrong. Char- Nothing is like the episode. Yeah, and you know it's a, it's a really it's a fun play. Um, the character wasn't introduced until season seventeen. Yeah. What is that? Which which episode is that? Cape Fear. Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob uh, on the they're on the houseboat. They're in the um, in the witness protection. protection. When I tap your foot and say hello, Mister uh, what was oh, Mister Tom- Thompson. 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 Mister Thompson, you 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 smile and nod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, <laughs> Mister Thompson. I think he's talking to you. Fucking <laughs> classic. <laughs> I've never seen it, because by all accounts it is a fucking horrible movie. But there's that film that's like, it's a post-apocalypse caused by dragons coming back somehow? Neat. Yeah, apparently the film is bad, despite Dang the premise. It. Dragons coming back. Yeah, you somehow dragons... they were here before. Yeah, they apparently... Yeah, I don't... I might have it wrong, but there's definitely dragons. Yay! In the modern world, they destroy humanity. And I guess there's a scene where they're, like, entertaining the kids, so they're, like, telling them stories, but they're, like... Acting out Star Wars, things mm. like that. So it's a similar idea, but that. yours sounds better, frankly. Yeah. It is insane. I don't know. It's, it's I often cra- dream of the day when the dragons play. come back. Uh, we saw it. They did it at the uh, at the Lyric a few years ago. Hmm. I just want to say Christian Bale's in the dragon movie. Neat. Dragonheart's a good dragon movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I kind of feel like that's partially what happened, but my guess is that every time, because this story has been evidently kept alive by the Kyrians, Every time it's been retold, the Kyrian, the Kyrians come off looking better. Yeah, more and more angelic every every telling. Yeah, it's uh, like, oh no, Janeway came just as we were about to feed all these orphans. Yeah, and I find it like where in this episode, like this ep- this episode could have been written today. I mean, you mentioned CRT during the during the intro, and it's like mm. it's so relevant. Yeah, you know how we tell history, like. I, I gotta give the writers credit. I gotta give Tim Russ credit for directing it the way he did. It's just, it's really well done because because we don't really have a definitive point of view as like what is the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we don't know who is the actual bad guy. I mean, oh. or like there's bad guys on both sides. Janeway. <laughs> um, yeah, but there are also fine people on both there's sides. There's fine Jane, people I'm on sure both sides. Find. I'm saying, I suppose that's really the key difference is that like I feel like the people who are mad about quote unquote CRT are actually just. Oh, yeah. Racist. They're, they're fucking shitheads. Like, there are no... With ours, that's the difference. Is like, 
There aren't good people. Yeah, but on if, both you, sides. if you had tro- if you had told the story that way, it, people would it would be easier to dismiss yeah. this story, uh, the Star Trek story, and yeah. to be like, oh well, this is just political. Yeah. But like now, you've created a story that we can listen to, and that like people on on you know any side can like watch this and be like, oh yeah, yeah, that all you know, yep. revisionist history is fucked up. It is, and like, and it can actually start a conversation without being overtly about. Yeah. yeah. Earth politics, and, yes, you know, and, yeah. and you know race in America, which is you know obviously I think what what was the what I thought most of. It, yeah, I mean it was definitely it's interesting because it was definitely part of it, but also again not the whole mm-hmm. of it because you know yeah there's there's that line at the end where one of them says this isn't about race and the other says it's always about race mm-hmm. yeah yeah and one were any of the writers on this episode people of color do we know no idea I don't know here's the thing I know about the original pitch. Nothing like this episode. Mm. Sur- surprising everyone. I, I, we got to start keeping track of how yeah. many times that's the case. Yeah, I want to say every okay. time credit goes to Braga, but I don't... When remember. did Seven of Nine get cut the fuck in half? Because I feel like <laughs> there have been several times now where that was in the original pitch they and it got erased. wanting to cut Seven of Nine in half. No, here we go. Originally, the Doctor would be reactivated sometime mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Same so far. Sure. Uh, and find out that he spurred on an artificial intelligence rights revolution. And he learns about, like, kind of the aftermath of what happened there. Hmm. That's all I really know. But they said, they they basically said, let's not do that. It's too close to data. Which I'm not sure how. Maybe with data with the, not isomorphs. Oh, the... Exocomps. Yes. But I don't know, but... I feel like they eventually... Resurrect some semblance of that idea yeah. in a future episode. Yeah. Is it an author, author? Or yeah. Maybe. Um, See, what's interesting is, unlike so many times where you're like, and here was the original premise, and we go, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I also kind of want that episode. Yeah, because that sounds yeah. really interesting. But I also want this one. Like, this, ep- I love this episode. Not not to say anything bad about this one, like, but normally we're just like, oh, thank God they didn't make that one. It's like, can I have both? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, like, what if the doctor had woken up and he was hailed as a hero of, like, like, oh, yeah, you're what inspired us to m- kill all of our biological masters. Yeah. You know, 700 years ago. You, kill all and he's like, I didn't want you to kill people. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's greeted he's by like, he's Emperor like, Bender. There's statues of him everywhere, like, crushing yeah. human skulls. About a throne of human skulls. Yeah. <laughs> On the one hand, I'm flattered. On the other hand, oh, God. This, this throne of human skulls isn't that comfortable. Well, I can imagine one where, like, there's a uh, an art a race of artificial beings that are like, you know, the ruling class, and they and there's like pockets of humans that are like mm. impoverished and, yeah. and subjugated, and he's like, no, 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 you should you shouldn't subjugate the humans. You should live together and not you know be like that. We make the humans do jobs that are too dangerous for robots. What? <laughs> Anything involving magnets? Oh, okay. Oh, those kinds of things. <laughs> It's also kind of fascinating because, you know, it can be argued that this is the first episode of Trek that doesn't feature both any human characters. Because they're all holograms. True. True. Or any of the regular characters from the show. Yeah, because it's not even really the Doctor. Yeah, because he's a backup. Which is like, is this the first time in Star Trek where there's backups of anything? Well, it's it's the first time in Voyager. Because remember, in fucking Prometheus episode there... Yeah, they had to co- they had to send him to the and they were trying to make a new one. You, no one told Tom there was a backup. Yeah. Maybe it was just to fuck him off. You know, like Tom saying he wants 
the maybe, doctor maybe back. this is what Kim ended up actually building. Oh, there we go. There we go. Maybe maybe this maybe the events of maybe their encounter with the Kyrians happened before the Prometheus episode. Oh, that's true. We don't know when it happened is exactly. That, we're talking message in a bottle? Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, it happened but maybe that happened before Message in a Bottle and and there is only one backup unit. There we and go. It's been, and now it's been stolen. That works. So that's, that's, that's why they didn't have it in, in Message in a Bottle. But yeah, that backup unit seemed pretty fucking useful. Yeah. yeah. I hope they, they back it up frequently. Mm. But now it's gone. Whoopsies. Well, apparently it must back up fairly regularly yeah. if he had memories up to... The attack. Up to the attack and the... that during which the device was stolen. Yeah. Maybe it's like the Cylons. Is when he left the ship, he was automatically uploaded. Yeah, mm. I know, wrong show. Yeah, but it could also be argued, and this is kind of interesting. That final, final scene where we're seeing the Kyrians in their distant future, mm. even more distant than the future with the museum. Looking back, that that could be depending on when it is, because we don't know exactly when it is. The furthest into the future that we see in Trek, except for possibly the short Trek Calypso. Sure. Mm. No, Discovery's further out. No, it right? is no. not. It's not more than seven hundred years. I thought it was a thousand years from. Well, uh, four, season three and four of Discovery is in the thirty-second century. Yeah, so, so what century is this? So well, so what I think what Amy said is like yeah, the the events. Most of the episode that we're seeing are events that take place in like the thirty. 30 yeah, something. 30, 74. Oh, right, but the future and future. Then the future, yeah, the future. You're right, I'm sorry, is, you're right. You're but, absolutely and right. And like, I, I think, I've always assumed that that's like another 700 years ahead or something. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he's been, he was here for a long, long time and then he fucked off. And it's in like, he's a, he's a historical figure. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess that it's several hundred more years after. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's very likely. It would have been, I think what would have been cool is if in that final scene if all of the people or if maybe not all of the people but if some of the people had a mix of Kyrian and Vaskin features yeah that was the one thing it's like they're also all in like the same costumes yeah. that was a little like, like, like they, it would, I think it would have been cool it's like oh yeah no not only did like the we, culture shifted a the little the culture shifted yeah and like we're like interbreeding and, and you know having families yeah like how in together. Discovery we meet the half Cardassian, half human, half Majoran, half several other different things, woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we get all those Ferengi that are uh, descended from Quark and Grilka there. <gasps> or whatever her name is. Yeah, we love Grilka. Didn't I tell you that? No, I didn't. That was a fan that. theory to explain their appearance in Discovery. They're actually. Okay. They're, they're very distant Klingon uh, Ferengi hybrids. That's, my, that's somewhat terrifying. <laughs> I assume Ferengi's laid eggs. Um, I feel like we had that discussion. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're mammals. I don't know. They live on a swamp planet. Mammals live in swamps. <laughs> Look at Yoda. Name one. Yeah, Yoda. <laughs> uh, yes. Famous real life mammal, Yoda. <laughs> you said oh, name, name uh, one, and I was just going to say snakes. <laughs> I, I mean, all right. Floridians. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Swamp thing. Wait, no. God. Yeah, something that that has always bugged me slightly about this show, though, is how they the museum has basically a holodeck. Yeah. Yet when they're giving museum tours, they watch the simulation through a window. 
Well, they don't want to interfere with the with the event. Well, they could have just watching. had like the tour group standing off to the side. Listen, you gotta have the kids keep their fucking hands off I, it. You know, it seems like a waste. It seems like they could have just made a TV version, like a TV show, and had actors play Janeway. Hmm, that's probably more expensive. Museums don't have great budgets, you know. But they have a budget for a holodeck and all that. Well, okay, like listen, One I worker. understand what you're saying, <laughs> but if you're paying the actors to do the simulation. Four times a day, every fucking mm, day. True. Holodeck expensive. Well, no, no, I'm, saying, I'm but... saying like a TV show. Like they oh, film it once. I thought you were talking about live yeah, actors. Yeah, no, like a reenactment. Yeah, you're can right. It be, I don't know. Can it be animatronic? Like, what is it at Disney? The Hall of Tomorrow? Oh, that would have been great. The uh, <clears throat> the Hall of Presidents? Like that? No, no. What's the... the, the oh, it's oh, a great the big, home, beautiful oh, tomorrow. Oh, the, uh, the Carousel oh. of Progress. Carousel of Progress. And here <laughs> I am thinking of Looney Tunes cartoons. I'm like, yeah, yeah, the home of tomorrow. No way. Yeah, you just sit in a chair and it rotates around. And... So, a list of swamp-dwelling what mammals. <laughs> oh, are the platypus a... The yes, platypus, the, platypus the platypus is platypus one of them. live in them? Um, wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Beavers? Um, no, they live in... So, yes. here we go. We got the babarusa, which is a strange pig-like oh, animal. Babarusa? Show it's Jake the piggy. Weird, oh, he's not very cute. Let me it's got see. Like see. three horns. No, it's like a triceratop pig. That's Maybe not. That looks like a baby fucking. One. It a, does. It looks like a dinosaur. A little Fuck monkey me. called a mengabe. Platypus. That's a bird. The fishing cat, not the fisher cat. Mm. Platypuses are not. I'm birds, sure a ton of rodents. The black bear sometimes lives in swamp areas. Not too picky, I guess, huh? And something called a marsh rabbit. Oh, find find a baby better. Oh, yeah. Is, that, is okay. a marsh rabbit like a marsh hare? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Getting back to this, I was getting lots of like distant origin vibes when they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll change our views accordingly." I'm like, not the Voth. The Voth wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, the Voth are not open minded at all. Yeah, I was actually surprised Corwin came around so quickly. Yeah, very quickly. I think. I think that would have been too long a damn episode. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's just you, like days later. You know what, EMH? I was thinking about what you said about Mars. Well, I think he—I mean—he's a man of of science. You know, if when new evidence is presented, he'll amend his views accordingly. Well, yeah, but like, how many people? How many times do people actually do that? Mm-hmm. True. Well, it's for example, we know now that Jen McCarth, Jenna, whatever the fucker names that whole thing about vaccines and autism is bullshit, but complete bullshit that was fabricated, and yet there are still people that believe it. Yeah, well, those people are not scientists. scientists yeah, they're probably right? some scientists that believe it. Well, Doctor Oz is probably on board, and I'm sure he's a real doctor. Doctor Ashby, he sadly was a very respected surgeon for a long time. Then he sold out. He needs a surgery to remove his ass from his head. Seriously. No, wait. His head from his ass. Oh, eh, Pulaski oh, maneuver. You know. It, it could be both. You're right. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. is like it's it just presented so immediately with like really hard to deny. It's like, oh, fuck. We also don't know exactly how long it was, mm-hmm. but he's had to spend at least some time. And also, I suppose, helped that as he admits later that like before he fully understood the narrative, he was fascinated just by the idea of Voyager. Yeah, that's true. And had maybe even run around, you know, being like, oh, look at me. I'm, 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 I'm Captain I'm Janeway. Yeah. Pew, pew. Yeah. And only later was like, oh, oh, they were bad. Except yeah. now, oh, wait, they weren't. So. Pew, pew. <laughs> I don't know. I like to think that, you know, it was, I don't know if there's anyone else who works at this museum. Seems not. Question marks. But someone else to say like, oh, uh, Corrin, how are you doing with uh, decoding that new thingamajigger? He's like, nothing. I had... I've made no progress <laughs> at all, and when did I? I broke it too, so <laughs> no one else can. 
liked, uh, you know, some of the background props that they had in the museum, you know, other, cause you know, there was the mm. Voyager exhibit, but it was yeah. like, a must've been a larger museum. Cause they also had like a pterodactyl. Yes. I saw the pterodactyl. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, like, Oh, I guess I'll let that some one Some large primate <laughs> monster. Take it, as you skeleton. see here, a large canary, being, which would have lived on Mars <laughs> when fair. the Voyager crew was alive. Whatever that skeleton was, they did a good job of making it look like maybe it had been an alien. It, to me, it the looked, pterodactyl it looked, was it, just a pterodactyl. I was actually kind of wondering if maybe they were related to the exhibit and they were like, Oh, these are things from, from Mars, Vo- from Voyager's homeworld. Here's a, here's a here's a Martian pterodactyl. Here's a Martian Mugatu <laughs> skeleton. <Yay. laughs> you know, it's just a there's a fucking horgong somewhere. Mm-hmm. We don't know what this was used for. We think it was a children's toy. Ah! <laughs> like you said, though, speaking of children, we didn't have um oh. Roxanne this episode because she yeah. was busy whelping, mm. and it made me kind of sad because I did want to see yeah. mirror what the mirror. Dark Torres yeah, would have been. I was sort of surprised to hear the doctor be so like in that Bellana. What a what a what a lovely vulnerable creature. I don't feel like I ever see them together that much. Yeah, he's just being whimsical in general. He probably yeah. would have been whimsical about any of them yeah, at I that think point. He's th- yeah, cuz to him he like he said he'd just seen them very recently, but they've all been dead for centuries. And that must oh, be that was a good scene. Yeah, that must be just so weird, you know? It's like cuz it's something you have to know logically but not understand emotionally. Yeah. It's like why I also really love that end line where they say like, and then the EMH went back to go find the Alpha Quadrant and check that it was still there and not destroyed by the Dominion uh, and see what happened. Actually, in reality, he's dead because someone knocked his backup module off a table and it shattered. Oh, he went to... He's the big, Alpha Quadrant. He's Half, backup pro- pro- programs all the way down. We now. sent him to live on a farm. <laughs> halfway, halfway home, his ship blew up when the burn happened. No. Oh. Oh. Well, no, I, see, I actually thought about the burn. But it's like no, but if it's a few hundred years later, he's fine. No, we don't know. We don't know how long he's. We don't stuck know. Around I know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to tell myself he's fine. At some point, though, he must st- stop being able to get new updates, right? So, at what point does he get sent the big erase file that makes him not work anymore? Wow, that's when did like they Google Play that poor fucker. Like in that Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Which one? Oh shit, you weren't on that episode. Oh right, no, I <laughs> the, wasn't. The Cal- Callisto. I haven't. Yeah, I don't know why I asked you what it's called. I haven't or seen any Callisto. of them. Now I can't remember. Good episode though. Great episode. The that's only, the only episode I've seen. That's quite no good. robot dog. I do love robot dog. The only one I've seen is the one about like uploading your consciousness after death. Oh, that that's one's That's the only sweet one I've too. seen. What is that one called? San. They're all the same. They're, it's all the same show. Same Every episode is, has a little. Uh, they stick maybe. a little thing on their temple. That's that's the plot of Black Mirror. <laughs> 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 stick a thing on your temple and go into the Matrix. Damn it! They're all the same. They're good. I like I like the show, but it does get a little samey after a while. Lies. They're all great. Callister. Oh God! It's oh. the USS Callister. Oh yeah, with uh, with 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 Meth Damon. Yeah. And Aaron Paul, whom we love. Unlike unlike Star Trek, which is always different, and we didn't just name like six episodes that were exactly <laughs> yeah. the same as uh, the one we just watched. Unforgettable. I'm not critiquing. I mean, I I'm not saying it. I'm you know I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, speaking of putting things in your mouth. Oh, are we? <laughs> People used to eat mummies. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, I think. Oh, what shit. did they eat them with? Fucking I know they why? used them to make paint. Hold on, maybe I'm thinking of Futurama. I feel like you. Would yeah, just... I was saying that. I was like, <laughs> there, there was an episode where, where Fry ate a mummy. I feel like you would just die if you did that. Didn't someone smoke one like a cigar? Well, that's something. Since the 12th century, Europeans had been eating Egyptian mummies as medicine. No, 
stop! Don't. Jesus I mean, Christ. it's just like really Does that old make jerky. Them cannibals? Yes, it's people jerky. And what else would it make? Before them? you think I'm getting it, this is from the Smithsonian Magazine website. So, I mean, people eat all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, but damn. Mummy? I feel like the the older something is, the more, the more suitable put it in their mouth. The more the more acceptable it is to do weird things with it. Uh, you know, not anymore. I don't, speak, think, I don't think. So we're trying to segue to historical yeah, speaking, figures. Speaking of doing horrible things with things with people from the past, uh, our our blogtivity this week because we're out of ships. Finally, I'm not going to look at more, no ships, more ships for a while. I'm done with ships for a little while. Stupid ships. Who needs them? Games doesn't give a ship. Uh, what we do need is people from the past to reference in Star Trek for fucking reasons, mostly to poor uh, conclusions. Uh, so today, because we took a trip to the museum and started looking at history, we wanted to look at all the times we visit historical figures in various episodes of Star Trek, and if they do a good job or a bad job. Mm. Spoilers, I, I feel like it's going to mostly be a bad mostly job. Mostly they're bad. Yeah. I mean, is there anybody... I mean, obviously the top uh, answer is Evil Lincoln. Is he the top answer for you? There, I mean, yeah, that was a Futurama joke. Oh, shit. There is yeah. no, there's no Evil Lincoln in there's, Star Trek. There is Evil Lincoln in no, Star Trek. Regular Lincoln. There's regular Lincoln. <laughs> it, well, I think we talked about this off air recently, but of course it's like that meme that from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it's like, oh, you're a fan of this, name, you know. Like, oh, you're a Star Trek fan, name seven starships. The Enterprise. Enterprise. <laughs> That's my fault. Set the bar too low. You know, now it's like, name seven historical figures in Star Trek. Flint? Yeah. <laughs> That's my fault. I set the bar too low. That's a good one. We should make that meme if no one has. True. Should. Because he was a bunch of people. I forget who exactly. Yeah, yeah. Da Vinci was Poor one use. of them, I think. Da Vinci was yeah. one. Abe Lincoln. Wyatt Earp. Doc Holliday. Well, these None are of these were Flint. Yeah. No. Oh, oh. I yeah. Sorry, I wish we were talking about people Flint had been. Oh, sorry. Brahms. Was he Jesus, or am I mixing it up with that other? movie? No, that was from the movie. That wasn't from the episode. He was that Methuselah. Was fucking movie. That's right. He's the basis for Methuselah. Was he not Socrates? Another one. He knew Moses. He was King Solomon. Solomon. That's what I'm thinking of. He knew Socrates. Hmm. He was Alexander the Great. Jesus Obviously. Christ. We, so yeah, it's God knows who he knew and who he... The guy was Assassin's Creed. Do we count Apollo uh, as a historical figure? I no. don't, but you're welcome I to. I mean, in, in universe he was. In universe he was the literal Greek god. There was, of course, Mark Twain and Jack London. Yeah. Both bad examples. Amelia Earhart. Are we just oh, yeah. listing them or are we going to discuss them at all? Well, we can, well, we can do both. Aren't we supposed to talk about our faves? Yeah, I mean, or, or the one that you want to talk about. Because I don't know if I have a favorite because they're all garbage. They're all bad. Yeah. Okay, I got one good one. We'll, we'll start here. Starting here with the one good one, Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. And the only one to play himself. himself. Yeah, the yeah. only actor, the only human being to have ever played him played themselves on Star Trek, Stephen Hawking. Even though I think it's just briefly in a hologram scene. Yep. I think they're playing yeah, poker. with Data, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Poker with Data and Newton and Einstein. Einstein, yeah. Newton, Einstein. Hawking. Yeah, and I think that's kind of an acceptable little cute nudge scene. Yeah. And it's extra nice that they actually got Stephen Hawking. Yeah, and it hasn't aged poorly like the Elon Musk reference. Jesus. Does that count as a... No, we luckily didn't actually see his horrible, twisted, scumbag face. He's he's mentioned, but... Alleged, horrible, twisted, scumbag, whatever. Fucking jackass. (laughs) 
I don't um, think anyone that's going to tell on us to Elon Musk listens to this podcast. I mean, unless sure, Elon does. Yeah, Elon might be a listener, trouble. and uh, we're about to get. We're about. He's about to buy our podcast, or at least threaten to buy it. <laughs> enter and then, enter and a deal and then back out. Yeah. But, but get it. We'll put it. We'll put something in the contract, many, so we'll get a few bill. How many yeah. billions of dollars can we get out of this? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, Hawking's a good one. I can't think of a lot of other good ones. Yeah. yeah well, especially because like all the ones in the Lincoln episode, Savage Curtain. Yeah, are like cartoonish, like sixties good guy versions. So it's you know it's just pure upstanding Lincoln and. Mm. Sirac. Sirac, who isn't real, and... Oh. The other two aren't real. Yeah, oh, that's Lincoln was the only real person. Yeah, because the other was Kalos, and then Colonel Green, yeah. and then some woman... Yeah. Were any of the bad guys real? You said so. Colonel Green, and I thought, I told you oh, I didn't do it. I think they had Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah, Genghis Khan. Right. Right. Which, again, him being, like, automatic bad guy is just kind of, yeah. you know, very much a... If they had balls, there would have been a Hitler. Oh, damn. But then Spock would have, would have known which side to be on. Yeah, Spock would have been like, Captain. Yeah, they do, they do it better on, with Genghis Khan and Bill and Ted, so. Yes. Oh, man, it's funny. I haven't watched that in years. We should rewatch Bill and Ted. It's a good movie. Um, Can we do a 10 forward effect yes. somehow? Yes. I mean, it's about time travel. There's yeah. time travel in Star Trek. we got lots of time, tra- time travel. Fuck yes, let's do Bill and Ted. Yay. Uh, um, I actually, actually haven't if we... seen, uh, I don't I think I, I don't know that I've seen either of them. Did we watch one, one of them? I swear I made you watch There's them. There's three. I haven't seen the third one. I yet. haven't seen the third one. I heard great things. No, great I also things. heard it was good. I haven't yeah. heard anything. Fuck it. Let's do the whole trilogy. Excellent, bogus things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the head of section 31 is death. Not that we need the connection, oh, that's but. that's right. Mm. Our friend Sloan, right? Yes. Whose ass you've seen if you've seen Die Hard 2. I haven't seen, seen Die Hard. Too. It's not very good, it's to be honest. Rats. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, historical figures. Yeah, speaking um, of other things that aren't very good, uh, let's let's circle back around to Amelia Earhart because fuck, I hate that episode. Uh, it could yeah, have been. It's good. a terrible episode, but I actually, you know, I don't think the. I, it's a terrible episode, and just having Amelia Earhart in it at all is stupid. But I, you know, I thought the portrayal was okay. The actress, the actress did a fine job. That's yeah. fair. I, yeah, I just feel like and as we discussed, including her was a mistake. Yeah, as we discussed in the episode, having her her partner in crime not in a flight suit appears to have been historically accurate. <laughs> that was going to come up. Every photo of him, she's in one, and he isn't. Yeah, Mark Twain was was a goof. Yeah, I think, and I, I'll, I'll never be done railing on Times Arrow. Partly because I know Chris loves it so much. Well, again, as I have to always explain, first half, second half is trash. Here's, here's the thing. The thing. Oh, go ahead. No, you tell your thing first. I was going to say, here's the thing. Ames knows. <laughs> she just likes to make you explain Oh, I know, but the it. audience might have forgotten, so I yes, need to remind you. Yes, they forget. Them. And also, while I thought Twain was, uh, I don't know, he very borderline. Jack London was over-egging the pudding. It's like, mm. you already have Twain. You don't need the Jack London cameo. Yeah. Fucking stop. Bad, bad joke. I just thought the acting of Twain was distracting, and there was never motivation for his character no. to do a fucking thing that he did. Yeah, no, admittedly, he in no way needed to be there. No. Yeah. Um, it could have been just random guy. Best historical figure was that <gasps> handsome card player, though. Ducat? Yes. Yay! <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a historical I figure. I know. Though, but I, yeah, I just want an excuse to bring him up. Yay! But yes, Caitlin, as you were saying, we get uh, pretend versions of the OK Corral people. Right, yeah. Those are probably the best ones. I <laughs> think their portrayals aren't bad, but it's because the, ep- the episode had them do exactly what they needed to do for the episode. Check. Yeah, they were just kind of there, and they were, you know, mostly there to be part of this alien's weird game. I don't know enough about the historical event to really be able to say anything on it. Oh, none of it was accurate. So. Yeah, no, I 
Well, that thing was based again on what had it become a It was a fun episode, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I Like, it's a episode. doofy episode, but I like it. Yeah, no, I Enjoy love that it. episode. That's one of, my, one of my favorite TOS episodes. Well, there you go. Um, I rest my case. Uh, we got uh, Katarina. Uh, oh, da, da Vinci. Da Vinci. Da Vinci. I mean, he's a holographic version of, of himself, but well, I, so I'll count. Yeah, and that's true. Einstein so I guess we can count it. Used, used, like, in such bonkers ways, but I love mm. John Reese davies <laughs> I wish they'd given him better material to work with. <laughs> I was calling him Brian Blessed earlier. Whoops. Remember? Yes. Similar category. Blustery big yeah. Englishman. <laughs> yeah, big Englishman with booming voices. <laughs> oh, man. I, there's still time to get Blessed on Star Trek. Just saying. Hmm. Oh, my God. He'd make a great Klingon. Wait, he's alive? Oh, yeah. He's old as fuck, but he's alive. Yeah. I'm always surprised when like people that were big in the 70s and were like adults are still around, even though that isn't actually that long ago. Well, I think the other thing, too, it's is like... 60 like years. Just 50. 50 years. Whatever. That's a long time. Facial hair just makes you look older, too, and he's always got a big fucking yeah. beard, so... A great big bushy <laughs> beard. <laughs> yeah, I was like... I was like I'm shocked that, that Sean Phillips is still with us. Who's Sean Phillips again? She, she was in Dune. She was. She played the, the Bene Gesserit... Uh, Oh, holy shit, the mother? The mother superior The mother superior, the one that did what? the What? She was 90 jar. then. <laughs> she she was 90. So even like years before that, she was in another show with that Brian Blessed was in, the uh, I, Claudius. What do you He was in I, Claudius? I, Claudius? I fucking love I, Claudius. Have you seen I don't I think I've ever no. seen it. No. It's, no. Can we do it? It's, 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 well, it's, it's a whole miniseries. It's, yeah. it's one of my... I mean, the cast, Derek Jacoby, Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart, John Hurt... Oh, Sean Phillips, Brian Blake. It's just, it's, it, the well, list goes on. So, the fucking talent of well, that I'm show. I watch it. I had the misfortune of having to take Latin for a while in high school. And our Latin book in inside the cover actually had a photo of Patrick Stewart in I, Claudius. Ah. With his goofy, curly wig. Yep. Ah, he's great in it, though. Speaking of, we haven't, we don't see the I, Claudius characters in Star Trek, but we do see, let's see, there's the episode of uh, when. The doctor decides to be a darkling, and he has Gandhi and Lord oh, Byron yeah. and Socrates. I forgot about all of that. Let's get dangerous. That wasn't a great episode. So. Not a great episode. I think of okay use of those those figures. Yeah. Though I feel like Byron could have been a bigger dick because <laughs> Byron was a dick. I mean, Byron was so annoying. Mary Shelley wrote invented science fiction just to get away from him. Nice. <laughs> Shut up, Lord Byron. <laughs> you asshole. Probably hitting on her all weekend. Trying to get her to do a three-way with her and uh, Percy. 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 I'd, I'd watch that. The three-way or that episode? Yes. Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, and I do, I think, like, the, the scene where Gandhi's glitching and Socrates is split in half. Oh, yeah, that's all fucked up a in a good way. It's a fun scene. Yeah, no, that, that's good. Well, what, what else? else is... Oh, we see Freud. Mm-hmm. Data goes to Freud instead of Troy, and we're like, yes, that tracks. Better, better choice. <laughs> Troy. Is it? I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, it is. And that's, well, and that's not saying, that's not a compliment of Freud. That's it's true. a hologram of Freud that Data has basically told what to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm. probably better than either of them. So, I, th- I think that was a fine use, because, you know. I forgot all about that. Cute reference kind of thing, and it makes Troy look like shit, so. <laughs> oh, poor Troy. I mean, Troy, I mean, she was just a terrible therapist, that's all. Yeah, but she could have been good, but they wrote her like They wrote shit. her shittily, yeah. It's so upsetting. It's not her fault. Especially, like, again, I hate to go back. I know it's not what we're talking about. Do but it, then. then when Do we it. see, uh, what is it called? Face Second the Skin? End. Yeah, that. When she's so fucking good. So good. Marina Sirtis got done so fucking she dirty did. by that she show. did. Yep. Well, God so damn it. Uh, Terry Farrell. Every, 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 every fucking woman of consequence. Yeah. 
I mean, Gates McFadden and... Yep. Um, well, they chased her away for season two of the whole yeah. fucking and show. And then they fucked Pulaski by bringing yeah, her they, back and pissed Caitlin off. I don't think Moldai would have come back. <laughs> well, but again... I don't know. She might have. Yeah. We'll never know. We don't know. But yeah. also, I'm sure she would have if she'd had a better experience on the show. It just sounded like she Wait, did. why was her experience bad? What happened? I'm sure because they sucked. Because the producers yeah, those Yeah, remember those first two seasons... Rough. What nightmare behind the scenes everything. It no, I like, completely forgot. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's what it's William weird. Shatner presents William Shatner's chaos on the William Shatner bridge. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. That's why season three gets so much better, because they got rid of all of Gene's friends. From what I, from what I also have heard from that and other sources is that like the the entire cast, with the exception of Patrick Stewart, were like irreverent goofballs. Yeah. And were always like goofing them. off and I not... love seeing clips of Frakes being ridiculous behind the scenes, mm. and it seems like he's so a I, fun. I could imagine Diana Moldar being not interested in that in those kinds of hijinks. I'm a serious mm. actor. Whatever. All right. The last one I could think of to talk about in our figures from history chat is um in the most recent Q Q episode. Oh right. Where we on oh, a not the most recent, but a, uh, the the Q Can episode. We is that what we need? Go what? ahead. No, I'm, I'm thinking of the other one, the one with Quinn. Yeah. Uh, the name escapes me at the moment. But Newton pops up because Quinn had, what, dropped the apple on his head or something? Something like that, Something yeah. kind of silly, but very cue So I wanted to bring that one up as well. Yeah, and the other two weren't real people, right? It was like yeah, there was some Riker random... and a hippie. Yeah, yeah, yeah a hippie who like Ran... was at Woodstock. Yeah, and... and saved Woodstock, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. Didn't and Riker make... was descended from a soldier that Quinn saved during the Conf- Confederate War, the Civil War. Civil War, I believe it was called. Did yeah, we, if we meet were calling anybody it real in Gray and Q or whatever the fuck? No, no, no it was no all just real. Qs depicted oh, as okay. Civil War figures, so our tiny human brains could understand. Oh, mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, yeah, it's funny, like how often they show up and how often they are just not good cameos. <laughs> yeah, or used weirdly or poorly. Abe yeah. Lincoln. Doesn't Abe Lincoln wind up with an arrow through his heart or something? Oh, I think he gets, dear. I think he gets stabbed in the back. Hmm. I think he, he. I think he's coming forward, and they're like, "Oh, there's Lincoln. He's coming back from peace talks." And then he just falls over with a sword in his back or something. Well, like, oh no, they went poorly. <laughs> Poor Lincoln's walking back, like, "Ah, finally, I didn't get shot today." Oh fuck! <laughs> or alternately, to paraphrase Spaceballs, he gets shot in the head, and his dying words are, "Oh no, not again!" Not again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was that also what the bowl of begonias thought in Hitchhiker's Guide? Oh, I think so. Yes. There's, there's a, Is it begonias a reference. Or oh, don't know. It's, it's asking the hard-hitting questions it's, here. But yes, the bowl of fire, yes. Not again. I think that is what it thinks. Mm-hmm. The explanation for that was very disappointing. There's an explanation for that? Oh, that's right. In there the fifth is. book, which yeah. no one should read. Rats. They're still good bits. It's mostly not great. I haven't read them. Right. Could Stop you... after four. Well, I, I read the read. first one. Jake doesn't read. I don't, I don't know, know how, how to read. read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely illiterate. Uh, anybody else you guys could think of? I'm going to put all these up on our Tumblr, of course, so you can catch the whole list there. And my sass, my trademark aims yeah, sass. I gotta admit, I thought there were going to be a lot more, and there's like, oh, I guess there really are. Like they talk Did about people. Einstein. A lot. Well, Einstein hung out with Barkley for a day, and I was going to say Moriarty, but he wasn't real, obviously. <laughs> Robin Hood. Wait. Damn it. I am not a merry man. I mean, is Robin Hood, like, technically based on 
someone that might have existed. That's debatable. Is he? Really? I feel like Nottingham, like they have a statue of, um, of Robin. Well, Nottingham is just, they're going all in on. Well, yeah, it's their thing. It's, 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 it's their thing. I will say, they have a tram system, and they don't call it the Nottingham, which is just like, uh, come on, guys. <laughs> but Wow. Yeah. First time you made that joke was when we were in England ten years ago or the fuck? Oh God, uh, six, according to Facebook. Oh, thank you, This Facebook. is the week we were there. So, no yeah. shit, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I want to go back. I think, yeah, I think Robin Hood is mythical, but may have been based on somebody real. I don't know. I don't There's know. There's actually a, a, a fairly decent Doctor Who about that. Oh. There's also uh, another Doctor Who with a mythical... Um... Moriarty? <laughs> no, what's the... Um, There's uh, a good... Van Gogh. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's so good. And mythical, mythical painter. And we got Mark Twain from mythical. them too. And it's that wasn't it Mark? Wasn't there Mark Twain in a? Mark Twain. Yeah, there was a Christmas Carol one. There was the Mark Twain guy. There was Mark Twain. Why was he in, in, Christ- who? in a Christmas? Dickens? Carol? Is he Dickens? Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> wow. Whoops. <laughs> Not quite. You dumb. Mark bitch. Twain's The Christmas Carol is a very different story. I'm so I sorry. I don't know what just happened to my brain. Uh, yeah. No, I guess that's it though. Yeah. It's, it's mostly. It's a yeah. lot of TNG. Yeah, yeah. TNG went nuts with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, no, the only genuinely good one is is, is Hawking playing himself. Uh, I think it's mostly just because there's the, the behind-the-scenes charm factor. Yeah, the, like, it was, like he was a big fan of the show. And, and also, doesn't he kick everyone's asset cards? I don't remember. I think he wins the hand they show. Yeah, he does. Cause he, Pretty have a little, he has a little robotic thing that, Slap that down. slaps down the cards for nice. us. So that was pretty fun. And of course, he later plays himself on uh, Futurama. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's passed now, right? Yeah, a couple years ago, I thought so. I just it's because what an incredible dude. Not to like sidetrack, but motherfucker was supposed to not live, you know, to his twenties or whatever, and he lived for fucking ever. And, and he, was brilliant. Yeah, he's like most of his best work. I feel like after he was already, you know, on Star to a Trek. Chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, um, they, they, like, he, after after he, his uh, his stint as a as a cameo on Star Trek, he decided to get into science. <laughs> <laughs> he was inspired to study astrophysics. I will say, I, you know, honestly, I think worst is probably Jack London because again, it's just like you've it's, already it's got th- the worst you've already thing. got too much going on. This is unnecessary. And like also just making the the portrayal was bad. Yeah. Gee, oh gee whiz, Mr. Data. <laughs> yeah. What's incredibly sad is Amelia Earhart is the only woman on this list. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Which well, makes me very very upset on, on her behalf well, as well. Women just have to do more shit in history. Woof. Come on, <laughs> ladies, let's get going. That was a joke. Listeners, don't don't pitchforks. <laughs> don't actually get things going. Yeah, <laughs> that was a joke. There's no women in history. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe New Trek can drop some references to people that are you know actually scientists who are know. women instead of Elon fucking Musk. Yeah, fair, yeah, but but also like, do we need to revisit historical figures in Star Trek? Oh, oh I don't need them to show up. Just name dropping. Oh, okay, name dropping is fine. You know when they're doing the old two reels and a fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except from Cochran, uh, Lincoln, and Socrates. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, it's gonna. It's like it's like you know Lincoln, Socrates, and Shaksvar of of Enid Six. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say Shaka Khan. <laughs> and I got really excited. <laughs> Shaka Khan. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's she's a scientist in her spare time, and she's not cranking out the hits. Yeah. 
Speaking of cranking out the hits, we're going to have more hits for you guys next week. Woo! Woo! Keep Thank you all for listening to us, bl- us blather for a very long time today. Uh, it was fun, though. Yeah, uh, Like I said, check out all these up on our Tumblr, sshbpodcast.com, where you, I'll probably have found screen grabs-ish. But check out all of our great Tumblr posts there. Uh, you can also make sure you listen next week. we got more stuff for you guys next week. We're going to be talking about more Voyager episodes getting very close to the end of season four now. It's crazy. The episodes are going to be Demon and One. So that's next week. Check out any of our other episodes. Maybe you missed some. Uh, we, we covered like Alien recently. Make sure you listen to that. They're all up on our SoundCloud or, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're all over the place. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're online. I have the internet in my house. Woo! Until then, I think that's all I have to say. Uh, this has been the, your historical figure, Ames. This has been your not-so-historical figure, Caitlin. <laughs> Foghorn Jakehorn over here. Ah, <laughs> say, ah, say. We haven't had a good Foghorn Jakehorn in quite a while. I was trying to, I was, I, like, I don't know what Mark happened. Mark Twain? I was trying to do the Mark Twain Oh, that's what that was. It just sounded like. I thought you were being the, like, a British elite from It's Always Sunny. Or, uh. That's very specific. What's the guy in Family Guy who has, like, the huge underbiter? How do you do? Anyway, uh, this like, is this is Mark Twain. Good, good. And good. this is Grublax Partheon of Dubitus Nine. Yep, three reels on a fake. Got him. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we ready? Okay, so Chakote. 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 So I'm confused, because I swear I watched two episodes, but I only remember one. Nah. Oh, I stole my fucking joke from the intro. <laughs> fucking bitch. That's well, here's the thing. Joke. I can cut it and just start with yours. No. I Put mean, yours at the now end, Now it's though. ruined. <laughs> no, it isn't. Now my extremely predictable joke. <laughs> I've already forgotten the joke, so why don't you tell ah, me? Ah, you're a bitch! <laughs> now is a stay in it.